What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Did you know we love podcasts with mythical monsters, heroes, and gods? One of our favorites is Live from Mount Olympus, an adventure podcast for tweens and families of all ages. The new season tells a story of war, fate, friendship, betrayal, a heist, and a titan who played with fire. You don't want to miss the myth of Prometheus. Tune in to Live from Mount Olympus wherever you get your podcasts. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a brand new question from Eden. Say, my name is Eden. My name is... And what, what is your question? Um, it's, it's about the tree named Name Do you have a question about that tree? What? The tree went to eat some chocolate that was talking. And then say, thank you. Thank you. Eden, I love that question. You just invented a brand new character. And I cannot wait to meet Harry Go. I also wanted to say that you worked really hard to get that whole question out. And I really like the help that you got from your mom, too. That was super cool. You know, I don't want to wait a single second. Let's get right into your story. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Once upon a time, in the middle of the deepest darkest forest in all of what-if world, there dwelt a tree named Harrygo. Harrygo was a big tree, or at least 
He thought he was a big tree. He couldn't see any trees bigger than him. And he was a smart tree, or at least he figured he must be smart, because he'd never met a tree that could talk like he could. But most of all, Harrigo was kind of a lonely tree. Harrigo was also a rather bossy tree. As big as he was, all the creatures in the forest pretty much did whatever he told them to. And what he told them to do most often was to get him chocolate. All right, creatures of the forest. Have you got me some chocolate today? Boomed Harrigo as loud as he could. Well, where's my chocolate? After waiting quite a while, there wasn't much else Harrigo could do. He saw a distant owl laboriously flapping its wings toward him. Oh, Harrigo, there's not a piece of chocolate left in the whole forest. We've searched far and wide all through the night. I'm an old owl. I should be asleep during the day. Just who do you think you are? Well, I'm Husila, the owl. You've known me well. If you can't get me chocolate, Husila, then you cannot sleep. Okay, Harigo. I'll only take a quick nap then, and then back to work I'll be. And Husila climbed into one of the many holes of Harigo's old knotted tree trunk. Oh, you are to sleep then. I'll just try to sleep through my song. And suddenly... All the old knots and holes and cracks started creaking and groaning and whistling, and not a creature in the forest could get a wink of sleep. Go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go. My name is Harry, go, I love chocos, so you should all bring me chocolate. I am the best there is. I can beat the quiz of where is all the chocolate. It isn't in my mouth. So go north and south and find me all the chocolate. You will not sleep a wink if I have to think about chocolate for one more second. Give it to me. He sang on and on, all day long, and poor Husilla didn't get a wink of sleep. Now, owls, you might know, are nocturnal. That means they sleep during the day and they're active during the night. So when darkness fell and the moon rose, Husilla pulled herself out of the knot and Harry goes trunk. Okay, I guess... I guess I gotta go and find you some chocolate, or you're just gonna keep singing like that. It's either find some more chocolate, or find yourself a new tree to nest in. Oh, I never thought of that. I could just find a new tree to nest in. Okay, goodbye. I, uh, oh, wait, where are you going? Well, you're not very nice, so I'll be off. Don't. Forget to bring back chocolate. Harrigo had never thought that some people might just leave. He was so used to everyone doing exactly what he said. 
Uh, your holes. Yes. Are you listening? Well, we don't have a choice. I'm listening. Can you two holes listen through the forest and hear if there's anyone with chocolate about? We've already done that. And there ain't a bit of chocolate at all for us. We thought we heard one piece of chocolate. But then she told us she certainly wasn't a piece of chocolate at all. Yes, that's, that's true. If she said she's not chocolate, how could she possibly be? You're saying you heard a piece of chocolate say that it wasn't chocolate? Yes, what's wrong with your ears? You are my ears. Oh, but what's wrong with us? I don't know. Chocolate. If you are in my forest, I demand that you show yourself. Harry Go whipped his limbs back and forth, creating a windstorm in the forest that blew every little leaf and twig up into the air, revealing one tiny piece of chocolate just within reach of Harry Go's massive tree limbs. Well, chocolate... Aren't you a good little hider? Are you ready to hide in my mouth? Harry Go stretched the little twigs at the end of its longest limb and snatched that piece of chocolate up, shoving it right into his big old mouth. Well, this is awfully nice. No, it's not. Excuse me? It's not nice. What are you saying? I don't want to be eaten, so you eating me is not nice. But I want to eat you, so eating you feels nice to me. Let me ask you something, Harry Go. Have you ever been nice to anyone in your whole life? Oh, yes. I'm nice to me every time I give myself a bite of chocolate. What about the people around you? Are you ever nice to them? What? I don't understand. They get to bring me chocolate. They're doing something nice for me, so that should make them feel good. So that's the nice thing I do for them. Wait, you're saying that because you're letting them be nice to you. That's nice? When you say it that way, yes, it makes perfect sense. Harry, go. Niceness isn't just people being nice to you. It's you being nice to them, too. Uh... Harry Go was starting to wonder when this piece of chocolate would quiet down. Well, you're in my mouth, and yet I'm letting you talk, so that's nice. Well, you're letting me talk, but you're also eating me. And I don't want to be eaten. So I think the letting me talk isn't really enough. You've got too many rules about what's nice and what's not nice. And Harry Go spit out that little piece of chocolate. It was the first time he'd ever done something like that. Hmph, well it's about time, said the little piece of chocolate, now sitting in the dirt and leaves that had settled back down to the ground. What? Don't you mean thank you, thank you, Harry Go, for being so nice? Um, not eating someone isn't nice. It's just not mean. (sighs) Harry Go had never done something for someone else before. He thought himself very heroic. Go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, go, 
go, Harry, go, Miss Harry, go. I'm quite the hero, cause I didn't eat the chocolate. And lest you all forget, I didn't eat it yet, and I might not eat this chocolate. You all should sing my praise for days and days and days, because I didn't eat this chocolate. Though I will soon. Harry Go was so impressed with himself, he thought he deserved a reward. So he picked up that piece of chocolate and shoved it in his mouth again. Excuse me, I think you've, um, eaten me again. Well, of course. I was nice for the first time ever. I deserved a reward. Um, not eating me actually isn't nice. It's just not being mean. I don't understand. I could have eaten you, but I didn't. You should be thanking me. No, I'm a thinking, walking, talking piece of chocolate. I don't deserve to be eaten, and I don't want to be eaten. So you should apologize to me for trying to eat me. Uh, why won't you just agree with me? Then we can stop having this argument. Why won't you stop eating me? Then we can have a discussion. And Harry Go plucked the little piece of chocolate out of his mouth and held it out in a big twiggy hand. I was nice that once, so now I get to do what I want, and I want to eat you. You can't just be nice once. If I told you you were nice, and then I called you mean names for the rest of my life, would I be very nice? How dare you even think of calling me mean names? I should eat you right now. Harry Go, don't you see my point? One nice thing doesn't erase all the mean things. <clears throat> well, then how much nice stuff do I have to do? Well, you should try to be nice as often as possible. Don't you want your friend Husilla to come back? Friend? She's not my friend. She works for me. I mean, she lives in your head, she brings you chocolate all the time, she puts up with your rude attitude. I'd say she was friendly to you for a long time. Uh, I don't need friends. I have my ears. They always listen to me. What's that you just said? Uh, oh, don't mind him. He's just rambling on again. Ears. Well, you've never really asked us how we felt about all this listening. Ah. Oh. Maybe we'd like you to listen to us for a change. I listen to you all the time. You're my ears. I think they mean listen to what they want. You're an awfully pushy piece of chocolate, you know. Well, if you had to choose between sticking up for yourself and getting eaten, which would you do? <laughs> oh, no one would ever eat me. Just then, in the deep of night... A lumberjackal stalked through the woods. Hey, yo, you a tree. Excuse me? You talking like a tree, so you must be a tree. Yo, tree, I'm gonna eat you now, alright? <laughs> what? You can't eat me. I'm the oldest tree in the forest. Yeah, and I'm the hungriest lumberjackal in the forest, so, uh... Harry Go swung a branch at the lumberjackal, and it bit a bit of it off. Hey, yo, that's pretty good. 
You know, maybe just a few more sticks like that, I'd probably be full. You know, you grow really fast, said the chocolate. It would be really nice if you gave him a few twigs. <laughs> a few twigs? Yeah, you've got twigs falling off all the times. You've got a few loose twigs sticking out of me right now. Probably why you don't hear so well out of this ear. Hey, yeah, I just take those twigs and uh, be on my way. The lumberjackal started gathering up loose twigs all around Harry Goes Roots. Yo, this is great. I'm going to get to feed my whole family. See, you're doing something nice. Uh, l- listen, lumberjackal, yo, what? I shed old tree limbs about once a month, and if you want to come back, um, why don't you bring your family? Whoa, hey, trees and lumberjackals don't get along. We eat trees. I know, I know, but I scared away my last friend, and I didn't even know it was a friend yet. Now I think maybe I do want friends after all. Whoa, what are you wangling at? I hear Harry Go is only interested in chocolate. Actually, he's a tree, said the chocolate. He gets all the nutrition he needs from the sun and the rain, and he's managed not to eat me all night. Hey, you know what, Harry Go? You're all right. I'll go back with a whole pack of lumberjackals. And, uh, we'll make sure we only eat the fallen twigs, huh? Well, that's just wonderful. <laughs> I just wish Lucilla would come back. I was never nice to her. I, I want a chance to try. But when morning rolled around, Lucilla the owl didn't come back to nest. Perigo was crushed. He listened to his ears go on and on. He found out they had very different perspectives, living at opposite sides of his trunk. And he learned a lot from the little candy bar, too. She showed him how all the chocolate he'd ever ate was just sitting there in the middle of his trunk. It was probably why he was full of so many holes. So one at a time, he took those chocolate bars out and threw them as far as he could in every direction. Maybe one day that chocolate will come back to me, and I'll get to try it again. But until then, maybe it'd be nice for someone else to have it. Days and weeks went by. The lumberjackals came with their pack, and laughed and goofed with Harago. The chocolate bar reunited with a few of her old family members, They'd been inside Harrigo for years. Even Harrigo's two ears started getting along. You know, I'm starting to see things from your perspective. Even though I can't actually see from your perspective at all. And I'm starting to think I had a few things backwards myself. It's been so nice learning from you. Great. Everybody's got their friends and their families. And what do I have? Just then, in a blur of black feathers, Husilla the Night Owl lighted on his long, twiggy nose. Who's this then? Surely not me old, mean boss. I was hoping maybe a nice new friend. Oh, we've got a ways to go till then. I was just coming to grab me things. I found a new tree down the other side of the forest. It's quiet there. It doesn't talk at all. Well, I... I 
I just wanted to say I, I know now I, I was never nice to you, but I gave away all of the chocolate that I bullied you into getting, and I just like a chance to, to be nice to you for a change. Harry Go pulled out a perfectly formed nest. He'd been working on it piece by tiny piece every day since Lucilla left. I used all my best branches to make this for you. You could just take it with you now, wherever you go. Oh, that's awfully nice of you. But I don't think I'll be taking it. Oh? Oh. The owl gave him a little peck. No, silly. I think I'll be leaving it here for when I come visit in a little while. Oh, well, that should be just wonderful. Harry Go suddenly felt like he was being watched. And sure enough, the lumberjackals were sitting there, looking at him with what must have been smiles on those long snouts. And the chocolate bars were giggling to themselves excitedly. And even his ears seemed to be whispering back and forth to each other. He's really turned over a new leaf, hasn't he? <laughs> new leaf? <laughs> He's embarking on a new branch. And as the wind blew around Harago that night, he creaked and groaned and whistled like before. Go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go, 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 Harry, go. His name is Harry, go, he's nice now, don't you know, cause he's not obsessed with chocolate. It's not enough to be nice, you got to try to be all your life if you want good friends, not chocolate. It's really plain to see, he's nice now cause of me, he listened to talking chocolate. Now I'm a change tree, what's good for you is good for me, but I'd still just like a little piece. Pretty please. The end. Oh man, I hope after working so hard to be nice, he maybe got a little more chocolate. Someday, anyway. Eden, that was such a good question. Thank you for helping us introduce a new character to What If World. Folks at home, if you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, really, now is the time. It helps us get seen in more search results and show up on the webpage for iTunes. It would be a really, really huge help for us to grow and get more questions and tell more awesome stories for you all. And remember, if you haven't called in with your what-if question, give us a ring at 205-605-WHAT. We never share your information or call you back. I'd like to thank Karen Marshall, my editor and producer, Craig Martinson, my awesome theme song writer, and all you kids out there who try to be nice every day, not just every once in a while. Until we meet again, keep wondering. What if world, this is what if world. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? <laughs> 
We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.